0: Hey, how you doing? Coming up today on the show, I've got a gift of an extra hour or two a day for you, and it ties in perfectly with an interview I have with Andy Traub. Then I've got how to actually buy happiness. Oh, ho, ho, you ready? Let's go.
1: You know how you sometimes feel
0: stuck, like you're drifting through life, going through the motions? You know you were created for something more, that an average life just isn't enough for you. Then you're in the right place. Find your purpose. Live your passion. Let's go. Okay, so let's start with a gift I have for you. How would you like an extra hour or two every day? Greg, come on, man. You can't give me extra time. Nobody can make extra time. Uh, You're right. I can't make extra time, but we can find undivided, focused time where no one's bothering you. and It'll make you feel like you got an extra hour or two a day. How's that? That's pretty cool. I mean, listen, I know you're busy. You work full-time. You work around the house. You got a family that needs your time and care and attention. And if you're like me, you're probably feeling a little bit wiped out by the end of the night, right? Everyone's finally put to bed. Now it's my time. And you fall asleep. So when do you have enough time and energy to pursue your passion and purpose? Well, here's how you can get that extra hour or two a day. Ready? Wake up an hour early. I don't get enough sleep as it is. When When'd you start smoking meth, Greg? I mean, did you miss the big discussion we had about how busy I am? Yeah, I get you, man. I do understand. You're right. You know, except for that part about me smoking meth. I kind of want to keep my teeth and not look like someone who was raised by wolves on the Appalachian Trail in the 1930s. Sleep is very important to me, too. So instead of popping on the TV or surfing the web, how about getting to bed early? Then you're rested enough and you get up earlier. I mean, some nights you might not be able to make it to bed on time, but I bet you'll still enjoy that extra hour if you make getting up early a habit because after a while, it will become a habit. You will develop this new routine, and you will love it. But I'm not a morning person. Me neither, man. But you know what? I have come to love getting up before everybody else in the house. I mean, the morning's quiet. Nobody's bothering you. No one's calling, emailing, texting, because they're all asleep. No one's demanding you do something for them right now. It can be a great start to your day. You can get your coffee or tea or whatever it is, pray or meditate, get prepared for the day. Then you can get an hour in on your new passion and purpose project. You're gonna feel awesome when you do this. Not the waking up part, of course, but the getting stuff done for you part. So here's some action steps to do this. Number one, for just a week, keep track of what you do the last hour you were awake every day. Is it productive? Can you get it done earlier so you can get to bed on time? Number two, go to bed on time. Can't go to bed late and expect to get up early for very long. Number three, wake up one hour earlier for 30 straight days. Number four, reap the benefits, baby. Now remember, you can wake up two hours earlier if you really wanna go for it, but it all depends on you and your schedule and your amount of commitment. Now, Andy Traub has written a great book on this, and it's called The Early to Rise Experience, Learn to Rise Early in 30 Days. He helps you get this new habit started. He's got uplifting daily messages, support groups, apps, all that kind of stuff. And I've got an interview with him. I want you to hear right now. Andy, how you doing this morning?
1: I am very, very good, and I did not get up as early as I wanted to, but I'm still having a great
0: day. Good. Well, you know, and sometimes I like how you have in your book, look, every day is not going to be the stellar day where you got up on time. Don't freak out over that either.
1: No, absolutely not. You know, uh, you can have a great day and, and sleep in. I just happen to have better days. When I don't sleep in, and, and, and just so people know that I'm not all high and mighty, I want to put I put this in the book, and I'm going to say it again for your listeners. I hate getting up early. I hate it, but I love being up early. And the hate getting up part's about a two- or three-minute decision. Uh, I mean, yesterday morning, I literally, like, lifted my legs to get off the bed, and then I put them back down because I was like,
0: oh, I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, I mean, you've been
0: there, right? You know, Once Andy, there, I do a great. morning show, so I get up at 2.50 in the morning.
1: How's that going for you? Oh,
0: it's great. No, I hate it. It's the only part of my job I don't like. I hate it, but you but like you said, I like the results when I do and and that's the big part of this. so uh, give the people the reason. I mean what is the reason? why get up early? What are the results you love when you do? All right, so I want everybody if you're listening right now, think you know tell yourself, tell
1: me say to the radio right now, this is how many days of vacation I get every year. Maybe it's two weeks, maybe it's three weeks, maybe it's nothing, right so What's everybody want, right? Everybody wants more vacation time. Why? We want time for ourselves to do what we want, to do the stuff we've been putting off. Because you ask 99 people, uh, you know, how you doing? And, and 99, of them are going to say busy. Right. Everybody's busy. So everybody wants more time. Time to do what? Well, I don't know, time to relax, time to write a book, time to sip my coffee, time to play with my kids, time to do whatever else, right? So here, here's, here's what happens is people want more time, and all I'm saying is and, and, and I love Jimmy Fallon and and, and Dave Letterman it's a fellow Hoosier that's where I'm from you know it, I love those guys but they don't make my life better I make my life better by getting out of bed and so just here's some quick math all right and I don't want to you know it's a morning show so people might have to go home and get out the calculator later but check this out I'm going to make it tough on you Greg ready you got to do the math I'm ready uh, 2 2 hours if you get up 2 hours early all right I mean you got to go to bed earlier but you get up 2 hours early Five days a week. That's how many how many hours in a week is that?
0: I think we're at 10.
1: 10? Okay. How many weeks are in a year?
0: Let's go 52.
1: 52. So 10 times 52 is?
0: 520.
1: 520. Okay. If you divide that by the average working week of 40 hours, I won't make you do that one.
0: Well, 10. It's,
1: thir- it's 13 oh. working weeks. Okay. You take 50, 520 hours divided by 40 hours. You get 13. That's 13 working weeks of time that you can have to do what you want to do. Now, here's where things go wrong. I have three things that go wrong, and they're named Samuel, Caroline, and Lucy. My kid, they get up <laughs> early sometimes, right? Yes. You know what? That's life. And I write about that in the book, and you've got to embrace it. And it's, they, they like their daddy more when he gets up early. He's less crabby, right? So all I'm saying is we all say we're busy. I think most of us are busy because we choose to do the wrong things at the wrong times. Again, I hate getting up early, but I wrote the Early to Rise experience because it's a process. It takes some time. You know, there's 30 days of email encouragement people get when they get the book. The very first page of the book is, hey, go here, submit your email address. I give them the audio version free so they can listen to the encouragement. Sometimes we're too tired to read in the morning. You know, I embedded audio in the book, so when you you get it on your uh, device, you can click play and it'll it's me reading that day's passage. Well, that's one of the uh, things I loved
0: about this Andy is that you gave so many different ways to get it. You can get it in a text message, an email, the MP3s, the nook, the kindle, the ipad. So, and you've got like you said this community you can join. You've got apps to help you along the way. The, oh, we got there's people all on these Twitter. things to help
1: you. Yeah, we got we got all kinds of stuff. We got we got a Facebook group. We got all different ways. Some people never read the book. They just get, they send out for the emails and they get an email every day and they open it up and they say, Andy, you know, you and I shave every day. I said, well, that's interesting because I don't shave every day.
0: But, uh, <laughs> you know, they, they,
1: they hit play while they're shaving. Right. And, and it's changing their lives, man. I mean, people are getting, they're having better marriages. I got an email from a guy in Australia and he said, uh, he said, my girlfriend literally was speechless. I woke her up and I gave her some tea in the morning and she thought like I had to tell her something bad. She said, why are you doing this? It's like, why well, I got up early. I got this book, Early to Rise, and I just wanted to surprise you because, like, day three is, like, do something for someone else. Right. And he's like, so I, I, I got you tea. And she's like, I don't know what to say. You know, like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, so it, it, it changes relationships.
0: Yeah, I love how you mentioned that, Andy. Andy Traub here, uh, Early to Rise is the book, and you can get it um, online, and we're going to tell you how to do that in just a second. But I love how you mentioned it, it's not just – Hey, I got to get up early to do more work or I got to, I got to get up early to no, do, to do this book. book. I, it's about, I book got book time for and myself book. and I can do, I can change my life from the inside out and, and change everything I do with everybody else because of that.
1: We all want control. We want to do what we want to do. Listen, listen, the most important person in my world is Andy Traub. And, and if you think you're not the most important person in the world, you're lying, right? Absolutely. But the point is, it's okay. Take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. It's the classic thing they do in the airline, right? You get on the airplane, and they say, "Put the mask on yourself first, and then your kid."
0: Yes. If you pass
1: out while you're trying to put on your kid, you're both a goner, right? They don't say that, but that's what they mean. That's why. That's why. Absolutely. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Listen, so many moms, you know me, and they say, "My kids are like, mommy, I like you more in the morning now.
0: You're not scary." Let me jump in on one thing, because you said two hours early every day. And I know some people are going, there is no way on God's green earth I can get up two hours early every day. But even if you just got up one hour every day, you still have six and a half weeks more to yourself every uh, year. Sorry. You, know? sorry, you only
1: have uh, you know a month and a half of uh, additional uh, time to yourself. Right, so that's a great you,
0: start. Now, now you're you talking know? about the way you squeeze this in is that you got to go to bed earlier, which means less TV time so that you can have more time for you, right? And that, that's really where you get most of this.
1: Uh, and I'll say it again. I love Jimmy Fallon, those guys, the news, but those things don't change my life. Right. They don't. You stop. Here's how you know if something's important or not. Stop doing it. Does your life change, and in what way? Right? I mean, Absolutely. If you smoke right now and you stop smoking, you're like, wow, I feel better. Well, you didn't need to do that.
0: Let me ask you one other thing. When, right. when you came up with this idea, because this is, this is what happens to a lot of people, too. They, I think all of us have ideas. Some of us have had some great ideas. And we and we've even got to the point where we're like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. We maybe even written it down, and then everything creeps in, and we don't do it. We don't ever get to that action plan and instituting it. How did you get from your idea to write this book to actually doing it? I got up early. Listen, I, I, those three kids I talked about earlier—
1: the combined age of those three kids is nine. Ouch. Five, three, and one. Right? Ouch is right. Ouch more for my wife because she gets up more often at night <laughs> with them than I do. But the point is this: is uh, I, it's selfish to come home and want to sit on my rear end, right? And I and I want to talk to my wife after my kids go to bed. So when am I going to get that time to do what I want to do? And if you tell me you're at your best at night, then I think you're probably lying to me and to yourself. We are awesome in the morning. Listen. You know when people don't watch Netflix at 5 a.m., at 6 a.m.? We watch it at 10 and 11 because we're done. We're, we're checked out. We're cashed out. And listen, I love my Netflix. Don't take it away. I love just kind of, you know, I, I love the trance of the television. But if you watch an hour less of television every day, how's that going to change your life if you do something for you with it? Right? So moms, don't get up and do more laundry. Right. You know, dads, don't get up and, and make more sales calls. Don't call your clients at 6 a.m. They'll get mad at you. But, you know, it, whatever that is, uh, you know, don't, you know, if you, if you work somewhere, uh, you know, don't get up earlier to go do more work. You know, and, and women are especially bad at this. They'll get up and they'll, they'll do something else for their family. Um, take care of yourself.
0: Right. This is you time. First. This is pray time. This is write Absolutely. time. This is read time. This is plan time. Whatever you want to do. How do they get this book, Andy?
1: Well, right now, go to Amazon.com. It's a little, little startup website. Uh, Go to Amazon and just type in Early to Rise. It's not a very long book, but uh, also remember that every person who buys a book, there's instructions in there about how you can get those 30 days of email, as well as the audio. So you can download it to your phone, computer, and you can listen to the book. You get all that in, in one purchase.
0: Yeah, I loved it. It was a fun read. You had some good humor in it. It was uplifting. It gave you a way to start taking some more control over your own life and not getting run ragged by being, quote, busy. After you try this for a while, I would love for you to email me, greg at gregorybnapp.com and tell me how waking up earlier has helped you. What are you doing with that extra hour? And if this is resonating with you, go to gregorybnapp.com. That's gregory, B as in boy, K-N-A-P-P.com. And on the right side of the homepage, you can get my free ebook, Five steps to finding your passionate purpose. I want to help you go. How about this one? How to buy happiness. Greg, you can't buy happiness. No, man. How to buy happiness. Now, I love this from Sophie Tucker, Pearl Bailey, Mae West, whoever's ever said it. This is who's given credit for it. I've been rich and I've been poor. And believe me, rich is better. Mm, yeah, I think I could buy that. Well, Greg, I think you've watched the movie Wall Street one too many times, man. Or maybe you've taken one too many hits on the noggin because everyone knows money can't buy happiness and people who chase the money end up empty in the end. I agree with you to a point on that. I mean, if you make money your idol, if you're chasing it, yeah, you're going to end up unhappy in the end. No doubt about it. But money, not as an idol, but as a good thing, can do a lot of things for you and the people you love. It can be a great motivator if it's for the right reasons and doesn't become more important than the process you're using to earn it. Now, listen, I, I've never been truly poor and I've never had to worry about getting enough to eat. However, I certainly have been in a situation where I wish I'd had more money. I remember when my wife, Ann, and I were just starting out, we were not making a lot of money and we had a couple of things go wrong when we weren't exactly rolling in the dough. And I'll never forget the day she called me crying. Now, Anne's not overly emotional. She's not given to sobbing at the drop of a hat. So I thought something horrible had happened. But then she explained through tears she was simply visiting our friends at the beach, parked where she thought it was okay, and got a parking ticket. She felt horrible because she knew where we were right then financially that we couldn't afford to waste any money. It was a $12 parking ticket. That's it. Our income was so tenuous that a $12 parking ticket was enough to make my wife cry. That's not great. Now we laugh at that story now, but it does remind us there is nothing super about being poor. It makes everything you want to do harder. It puts stress on you. It makes you worry about little things and it makes your daily life, well, your daily life, excuse me, really tough. So people who say money can't buy happiness are right, but they're also wrong. I agree that trying to buy happiness by acquiring a bunch of stuff is a fool's game. But if you don't think you're happier, knowing you have enough money to eat and pay your bills at the end of the month, then you're crazy. There's a lot of research out now that shows that as we earn more income, our happiness does increase up to a point. Now, the debate is, what is that level? What is that point where increased income no longer has that corresponding impact on our happiness? The latest studies that I've been reading about it, say that that effect holds true until you reach about hundred thousand dollars a year and after that the increase in income does not correspond with an increase in happiness there's a book called happy money the science of smarter spending elizabeth dunn and michael norton explain in it some of the ways money really does buy you happiness number one by experiences When you buy experiences instead of things, you get a bigger, longer-lasting feeling of happiness. Things like uh, the memories from a great trip to Europe. They're going to stick around for a lifetime. They're certainly going to stick around a lot longer than the feeling you get from that new car smell. And you can tell those stories of your European trip for years. And every time you do, and every time you look at the pictures, they're going to bring a smile to your face. Especially if you made those memories with your friends and family. Now, there is a caveat. You need to buy the kind of experience you actually like. Like, I love going skiing. So spending money on a ski trip definitely moves me up the happiness scale. But my wife doesn't like skiing. That wouldn't work for her. And I'm not a ballet or opera guy. If I get dragged to one of those events and I'm paying for it, not only will I not be happy, I'm going to be grumpy. Number two, you can buy time. What? You can't buy time. Buying time increases your happiness. Here's what we mean. When you spend money to keep your free time for what you want to do, that pays dividends. I'm talking about a lawn service, a maid service, paying extra for your home or apartment in order to shorten your daily commute. All those types of things, they are buying you time and you are moving up the happy scale. Number three, you can buy some freedom. I mean, imagine if you had time, location and financial freedom to live the life you want. That could buy a little bit of happiness, couldn't it? Imagine having enough money to do what you want when you want, to live where you want, to work only when you want, or where you want, or on what you want, and having time to volunteer where you want. Imagine having enough time and enough money so you can help whoever you want and have that ability to spend the time with whoever you want. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Imagine taking whatever vacations and trips you want with your family and friends. These are all ways you can buy freedom. Now, again, a caveat. If you're not careful, you can spend your whole life as a slave to money in an attempt to earn enough to someday be free. And what if someday is really a code for never? What if someday never comes? What if you're too old to enjoy it when it does? And what if you've given up too much to get to your someday? So it's a balancing act. There's no doubt about it. The key, earn the money doing what you love while you're serving others. It's tough to go wrong that way. And the way you serve others, boy, that's pretty simple. You just find what they need and give it to them. Number four, you can buy happiness by giving it away. See, some research shows when you give as little as $5 to a charity or a church or someone who needs it, your happiness level goes up more than when you spend it on yourself. I know that's been true for me. Now, giving away your money for happiness doesn't just work when you give it to charities or churches. Believe it or not, picking up the tab when you go out with your friends or your family gives you a little jolt of happiness. And by the way, because I care about your happiness, I'm willing to allow you that happiness if we ever go out for dinner and drinks together. Yes, I will let you pick up the tab. So think back to a time that you donated to a good cause or to a friend who needed it. You still feel good about it now thinking about it, don't you? So why not make it a goal to increase your giving and increase everyone's happiness including yours remember money doesn't make you mean or nice there are nice rich people there are mean rich people there are nice poor people and there are mean old poor people money does not make you the person that you are more money just tends to make you more of what you already are most people don't become rich by exploiting others or by acting like jerks either most people make more money the more they serve others and that's a good thing for everybody See, I like not having to worry about where my next meal is coming from, don't you? Now that is a start, but I also like to take inspiring vacations with my family and make lifelong memories. I enjoy living in a really nice house and eating out at really nice restaurants. It's a great feeling to be in a position where you're able to donate to your church and charities and people in your neighborhood, isn't it? Making more money isn't just okay. It can be what allows you to do all the other things that you've been dreaming about. So go ahead buy some happiness and help others buy some too. My name's Greg Knapp. This is Find Your Purpose, Live Your Passion. Get my free ebook, Five Steps to Finding Your Passion and Purpose at GregoryBNapp.com. Let's go.